I like Ben's camera because he's a little bit blurry, so I keep thinking he's got doctor scrubs on. <laughs> it does. It does yeah. look like, very Ben's, much like he's, that. He's busy. He changed like someone's heart. <laughs> And he, had, he was like, I got to leave. I got to go do this podcast. That like is... an oil change, but with the heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. going to say, that is yeah, the technical exactly, it's term. It's like going to Jiffy Lube. You're just like, hey, you, you should wait. probably change your heart. You don't have to. I mean, you wait I'm in the waiting room. Know. And then they're like mean to me because I'm a woman. <laughs> they're like, you probably don't understand how the human body works. So you're going to need two extra hearts. And I'm like, are they ripping me off? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have any hearts in the back. You're going to have to wait a couple hours. We can get a guy from the warehouse to send a heart over here if that's really what you think you need, Missy. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. It is time for the Stab Show. If you thought it was some other sort of time, we're here to change your whole world. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist can name all 50 states of matter. She's an incredible improviser. It's Allie Rubin. Our second panelist buys every micro machine he sees at every yard sale he visits. Price be damned. He's the director of Squad Patrol. It's Marco Cabote. <laughs> and our third panelist wants eight of seven just to prove it wasn't so tough. He's the host, Barley and me, and please dunk responsibly. It's Ben Rice. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. So much like the real thing, only your wallet will know the difference. Hello, and welcome to the Stab Show. Uh, the show your mother would have warned you about if anyone knew it existed for the last eight years. <laughs> Let's meet tonight's panelist, Allie. Hey there. Hey, hey, hello. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. Yeah, we've been waiting to get get you back on. You needed to travel a couple thousand miles to to make your next appearance. Uh, I last did. last we saw you, you were in Chicago. Now you're down in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. It's great to be back. You know, in a blue state <laughs> where I I can't leave the house. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I always bring it down right away. So That's sorry. how it works now. There's no way to fun. bring it up yeah. without saw, bringing it down. I saw a this dog is... the other day. Oh, you, saw yeah. a, you saw a dog the other day? Oh, yeah, it, oh man. Oh, was, yeah. it, was it a fluffy little smoosh? Uh, <laughs> 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 we don't go out anymore. We have to live vicariously through any, <laughs> through any animal seen through a window. <laughs> well, glad to have you back. Uh, uh, I, I assume you moved uh, back out west for a, a reason in particular? Uh, I wanted to. That's a reason. Uh, That's... And then I immediately got a job in Chicago. Oh, so no. now I work remotely. <laughs> wow. So, you know. <laughs> but, but you know what they say. I saw a dog the other day. So what I, I saw a dog. Man, you are you are out twenty twentying everyone right now. <laughs> yeah, I lived in this place, but then I moved away from it and got a remote job in the other place. <laughs> uh, none of the world makes sense anymore. 
<laughs> well, thank you, Allie. Good to have you. I'm looking forward to to hearing what you've done. It's it, that's how this works because that's the program. Marco, <laughs> <laughs> hey there. Hey, how, Jesse. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, I didn't move nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I but you, live you see a dog every you. day. I see you in your car sometimes. I'm always like, there's Jesse. He lives near me now, apparently. Oh, shit. Yeah, on Watt. I see you on Watt, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, that's that's where I go. Basically, just to get on the freeway to come to here. And then yeah, back, I know it's been my only commute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you you wound up on the show because um, you tuned into another thing. And Law demanded that you be booked on this. <laughs> I appreciated that. Well, I always want you on, but I just never, I don't know. I don't like bothering people. And that's bad for a it's booker. It's not very good for no. a host of a podcast <laughs> and not want to bother people. Uh, you want to do you this? Try well, to. I won't ask. I won't. No, oh, I remember when I was supposed to ask you, did you watch my goddamn movie? I did. Okay. I did. Did it suck? <laughs> it won so <laughs> many awards. I didn't realize how many awards that you got. You I got like all, all of them. Awards. You got all the biggies. Yeah. You got like best film or video or or movie got, or like 97 academy no whatever it was, it was yeah but it, it got, you got a, a bunch of, of golden globes that you've since returned i did uh, <laughs> and i'm right hell back but yeah you got like for ensemble cast and writing and directing and just best overall was, did anybody yeah, else submit it i was pretty happy with it it's, it's funny <laughs> yeah can we do one called the bronze balls for local i don't see why not short videos I'd we can okay do that we can only do it if mark s allen hosts <laughs> that's a law that's actually in the sacramento law <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't do in anything involving charter. entertainment unless oh, mark is involved <laughs> oh mark oh you hate it when we bring up scratch all right <laughs> uh <laughs> well thank you marco and thank you law for bullying marco into doing the show i'll get you on again without being bullied uh sooner rather than later and ben rice uh, well, not that we don't love having you either, but also a sort of last-minute uh, replacement. Yeah, a couple. Days I was ago. only in it because Marco was in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was in Marco's rider. <laughs> what that makes sense? How does that make sense? Well, I do put that on everything. It just usually doesn't work. Dan Rice has to be there, and then they're like, "Who?" I'm like, "Just do it." <laughs> That's how you know if they're There's really. There's a lot of us about. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ben, good to see us. Um, I want to say uh, the the newest, the uh, it's crazier in my business, uh, has oh, yeah. had debuted since the last time you were in here. The Ben Rice Recording Podcasting Empire continues to grow. Yes. Uh, official title, Benjineer. <laughs> sure. That's pretty good. I mean, it sort of had to be. It's not yeah. mine. <laughs> It wasn't mine, actually. It was uh, Tavi came up with that one, hmm. even though she hates puns. So I was like, "Ooh, that was a good one. We'll we'll keep it." Yeah. So so since she hates puns, she accidentally threw one out there, and you just punished her by latching <laughs> on to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna let you forget this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that seems fun. We like Becky and Tavi around here, and they seem mm -hmm. like advice coming from uh, from them. Well, I'll let you explain it. Yeah, they just uh, you send them a question, they answer it. It's usually advice, a lot of uh, love life advice, it turns out. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, a lot of people making the same mistakes over and over again. <laughs> it seems like just a different version of the same question. It's like, <laughs> hey, if you like someone, you're allowed to tell them that and see if it's returned. Rejection's not as bad as you think it is. But for some reason, people really don't want to have that happen to no. them. No. It's like half the questions. <laughs> That's fair. Who wants... But they're very fun. Who wants to hear somebody say no? It's better to just just think that it probably would have gone all right if I'd done it. And walk away. Yeah, I only said yes to this to avoid telling you no. Yeah. And that's yeah. how most relationships are started. I just want to spare your feelings. <laughs> oh, I didn't right. try today, but... Uh... Oh, good. <laughs> that's always what I like to hear. Could you could you switch back to your computer so that I can hear it in choppy segments over the span of a couple minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, happy to have you. We'll see. We'll it see. is true that Jesse hosts a podcast that takes fucking effort. <laughs> like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? Like, uh, am I doing things this week? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I could just shit it out if I want, but I kind of want to do an okay job. It really yeah. did. It cuts into my schedule. And as we all know, I saw a dog saw recently. A dog. Yeah. She might not have. All these prompts are just about dogs. <laughs> We're going to see the theme. Is that like not that. what I was supposed to write? <laughs> Write what you know. Exactly. You know a dog now. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. They didn't meet. She just saw they met. <laughs> Well, that's... I can hope. That's like meeting. It's now aspirational. Can... Fan fiction is allowed also. Oh, that's true. <laughs> How is this dog fighting crime? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like to go with that fan fiction rather than, you know, uh, the other varieties oh, yeah. you can find on the internet. All right. Uh, I should have stopped before that. Let's start the show. <laughs> All right. Starting at segment one, because numerically that's how things operate. Uh, it's reorganization. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Normally, when I do the reorganizational uh, acronym finding, I like to be the one who does the asking for other variations on a thing. But when I went searching for an acronym uh, today, that being Tuesday, uh, I stumbled upon GFE, and it already came stock with three different varieties. Girlfriend experience. Uh, parenthetically, it said, as used in escort services. Good faith estimate, which I then thought... Uh, not exclusively not used in escort services, and government-furnished equipment, and I guess anything could be used in escort services if that's the lens you're looking through. So, with the apparent potential of GFE already brimming over, why don't you give me what else GFE could stand for or represent to you? Mm, oh, no, out, Mally. <laughs> I forgot what order things were in. Allie. Let's hear your GFE. With pleasure. When Jesse asked me to be on Stab again, I was like, hmm, that's weird. Because I did spend most of my last episode talking about how some bees like to store nectar in an elastic pouch in their gut known as a honey stomach. Did you know that some bees like to store nectar in an elastic pouch in their gut known as a honey stomach? You do now. Anyway, now that I am Stab's king of the bees, all rights reserved, I would like to address another common misconception about bees. Mm -hmm. People keep coming up to me and saying, Allie, we all know about the honey stomach thing, mm -hmm. but 
But did you know that honey is actually bee poop? Well, I will tell you exactly what I tell these bee freaks. First, get out of my fucking face. Mm -hmm. And second, honey is not bee poop. It is actually communal bee vomit. So spread that communal bee vomit on your toast because that's what honey is. It's communal bee vomit. Mm -hmm. Communal bee vomit. Did you learn something new today? I guess what I'm trying to say is that stab is GFE. Great for education. Oh, oh, yeah. I was pretty sure it was. I was, I was pretty sure it wasn't poop. So. Sure. Now you know. Yeah. Now you'll never not know. I'll never not. I love it. It's just one big pool of uh, bee regurgitation. Man. It's weird yeah. if we do it, and it's good if they do it. Yeah. Oh, I already can't wait for Allie's third episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just want to see how long this gag can go. But now I've painted Allie in the corner. Now she has to do it. No, you don't have to. I've recently. I'm never going to. Oh, that's yeah. a cat. That's a cat. I've, I thought for a second that was a dog, but that's a cat. There's a cat behind you. Now I, I understand why you're excited. That's you saw two a dog. cat appearances in the episode already. Yeah. It got up and I walked to his door and I assume it was a cat. Didn't see it. So it could Oh, you didn't been. hear it? It was like screaming in my ears. So no. I figured oh, you guys don't no, hear it. I didn't so hear I had to get out of the room. We just saw you get I didn't out. I know she was good. <laughs> It was a cat. We're just lousy okay. with cats and bee facts. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. Uh, Marco, one would assume that you also have a GFE. What would it be then? So, looking this up, mm -hmm. you were like, look, there are three of them. But I looked on a website that was the same one I assumed you used, and there were no less than 15 other acronyms oh, for shit. GFE on one that particular <laughs> site, including Go Fat Early, Generic Front End, Group format error, gas-free engineer, mm -hmm. and on another website site, I easily found a hundred more. <laughs> God forgives everyone. Guns forever and ever. Go <laughs> fart elsewhere. Good for <laughs> elders. Gipper fans eternally. Gold for equity. Gifts to evangelicals, and most importantly, Grandpa fucks everything. <laughs> Granddaddy learned after barreling out of transport on the WW2 that every moment of life is precious enough to match his D on everything on God's green earth, be that animal, vegetable, or mineral. I'm not saying you have to agree with GFE, but I think Grandpa's happiness is worth being a little suspicious about the salt shakers and doorknobs in his house. <laughs> oh, oh, Granddad, you've earned it. Uh, <laughs> not going to question it. Uh, I uh, somehow I latched on to the first one, and that sounded like uh, uh go f go fat early. Just sounded like the charge for uh for last March. So March twenty twenty. It's just that was the that was the best one of the actual real ones. Was that because it just it does sound like you're giving it giving out advice, and you're just like, don't even try, man. Just nope. GFE. It's cool. <laughs> you're gonna get there eventually. Might as well start now, right? Come on. That was the mantra of my 5K to couch program. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird. The time really compresses when you do it the other way around. <laughs> couch to 5K? Ooh, that takes a while. 5K to couch. <sighs> mm. <Okay. laughs> 
All right. Well, thank you, Marco. Let's see if you've left any for Ben Rice. What is your GFE? Uh, yeah, thanks for asking, Jesse. In honor of Marco Cabote, coronavirus, <laughs> dating, and life in general, mm-hmm. girl, fuck everything. <laughs> uh, but I'm actually here to talk about my latest invention for people trying to find housing that fits their budget and still lets them be able to eat and even stay keto-friendly. <laughs> Introducing GNDSIC Fromage enclosures. <laughs> the shortest line between a warm night's sleep and delicious cheese. Check out our full lineup and turn your geodesic fromage enclosure into a geodesic fromage encampment. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> there were just other similar pauses. I couldn't be sure. I couldn't be Bye. sure. <laughs> Oh man, live in a cheese dome? Not for long. Mm. Yeah, that'd be hard to resist. <laughs> if you live in a cheese yeah. dome, you're going fat early. Uh, <laughs> 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 at least I am. Oh, and then we're just gonna mm, have tummy troubles. Uh, cheese shivers. You'll get them. <laughs> good old cheese shiver. Uh, That's a callback to what? 120 episodes ago? At least. At least. <laughs> Three people. Got... Marco, did you write? Did you type up your things this time? Yeah. Oh, I did. Uh, I... I don't have my Def Leppard notebook. I couldn't find it. Oh, oh man, I was so looking forward to you struggling to read your own handwriting. That's <laughs> my part. favorite part, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> that I was, was disappointed. That was why half of that read <laughs> didn't include one. Uh, I, I know. I went way faster. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's that's <laughs> that's the quaint charm of Marco Cabote. His complete inability it. to read his own handwriting. Haha, <laughs> 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 idiot. I wrote all my jokes on a graphing calculator. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Each word its own equation? Wow. <laughs> That's commitment. All right. Into segment two. Let's see, let's see how the rest of this goes. 80% more to go, guys. Uh <laughs> I don't know why you needed that update. Uh, because she said graphing calculator, and that's math. Okay, segment two. <laughs> it's bulletin board. <clears throat> if you need people to know things, or tear smaller strips of paper off about a thing, you probably need a bulletin board. Bulletin boards can be found in a great many places, at least as far as the justification for this prompt goes. So, in bulletin board, we ask you to imagine three things that you might find on a bulletin board hung in a break room of a specific location. In this case, I don't know. Uh, what, what might you find on a break room bulletin board in a post-apocalyptic bunker? So we're going to go uh, one, 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 two, 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 three times around the horn. Uh, starting with Allie, what's your first apocalypse bunker break room bulletin board? There's too many bees. I apologize. Uh, what do you got? So many bee packs. <laughs> so many bees. <laughs> hey guys. Has anyone seen my insulin? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. Damn it. It's sad that nobody's taken that, that down to, after that a couple months. They <laughs> <laughs> just left it up there as an example. <laughs> you need anything. That would suck now though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just you just see it on the board at the coffee shop. Oh. <laughs> I hope somebody Ooh. saw it. 
Uh, Marco, what's your first item on the bunker bulletin board? First item on the bunker bulletin board is need cash, small, supple, weak of spirit and will, looking for a feminine manlet to ride the bits position on my gasoline raid into the wasteland for Grathneck the Eliminator. Must have small shoulders and be okay with rough love making covered in someone else's blood. Ass like a dancer, a plus. And a slightly off-putting, high-pitched laugh induced by the suffering of others preferred. Must be able to type 65 words a minute, minimum. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear anything after manlet. <laughs> Are there benefits? Because... <clears throat> it might be worth it. <laughs> I mean, you probably get all of the, <laughs> the freshest... Uh, human flesh that uh, gets pulled off of the, the victims. Done uh, and done. Kaiser Permanente <laughs> cannot compete. Oh, this is so weird hearing all of Marco's <laughs> thoughts come out whole. <laughs> I'll find it next time. Uh, ben, let's hear your first bulletin board item, uh, Apocalypse Bunker. I'm a, I don't have to reset it nine times. <laughs> yep. Uh, seeking band members for my psychedelic funk band, Atomic Sunshine. I've got a brand new sixth string and a brand new sixth finger. Call me. Oh, man. Just think of the chords. <laughs> it's super shred. <laughs> deedly, deedly, dees. All right. Uh, Allie, second time around. Let's hear your second bulletin board item. Hey, guys. False alarm. I found my insulin. It was under my gun. <laughs> oh, what a relief. <laughs> but in a post-apocalypse, that is where you would keep your insulin. Yeah, <laughs> Let's be serious here. Uh, Marco, bulletin board item two for you. Looking to be saved? We all know God sent his only son to die for his sins with a promise to return one day and judge the living and the dead and the day. And that day came and went and you got left behind. Can't say you weren't warned. And even while the angels and demons battled on the field of Armageddon, you still were apparently fence-sitting, wondering if this was the one true God. Yeah, I wonder. Anywho, church is this Sunday. Mass is at 11. Yep, the COVID vaccine was the mark of the devil, but you don't have to toil forever. Oh, 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 it stopped so abruptly. <laughs> Why don't I have to toil forever? Oh, I got to show up Sunday now. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. That'd be a super smart mark of the devil, though. I'm just saying. Yeah. If they got gotcha, you, like when they were like, it was a vaccine, you'd be like, fuck, that was good. That's why I, I got it. it. And everybody did it. Yeah. I got it 666 times, just to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> just thinking of all the souls you saved, Allie, by... <laughs> By using up all that stock. It's so, so <laughs> wonderful. Uh, Give it to me again. <laughs> I want a bunch of them cards. I'm a warrior <laughs> for Satan. I want 333 and a half of those cards. Or whatever I'm, the number works out to. I'm one of the COVID variants now also, so oh. it's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just walk past Allie and it's just radiating now. <laughs> well, <laughs> sad face. Yeah. Mm, what are you going to do? <laughs> what we're going to do is hear Ben's second <laughs> bunker bulletin board item. What do you got, Ben? Need players of any shape, size, or color? Players for search parties, birthday parties, 
temporary lighting, salvation seeking, self-immolation, or to help destroy the bourgeoisie? You want them? We got them at Flair for the Dramatic. Ooh, that's a good name for a flare store. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. I don't know what you'd really buy there other than flares. <laughs> right. You gotta walk in and ask. Do, do you got any flare? <laughs> I've always wondered how do so many flare stores stay in business? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's like the one good thing that comes out of a car wreck is you get to use your flares. Like you never get to use your flares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You never look more like, badass. Yeah, you just you like get, get out, dinosaur broken to not arm. eat your kids. Like all kinds of stuff with flares. <laughs> They're so cool. Yeah, yeah. That is. You can like plunge it into a thing of gasoline and burn up your enemy. Oh, yeah, I guess. Like the justice system, the system doesn't work. I'll just burn you alive. Oh ooh, no, ooh, ooh. That's, America. That's taking a turn. All right. That's what I do. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the views expressed by Ben Rice. Uh, <laughs> Allie, let's hear your third uh, Apocalypse Bunker bulletin board item. Hey, guys. Why do we think the apocalypse happened? I think maybe God was mad at us. Okay, see you in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, gotta fill the hours with something, and we're just, <laughs> just. A, why do you think it happened? Hmm. Like that, these might be the ones that have the little terrible thing on the bottom, so you can tear it off and take it with you. Be like, <laughs> yeah. I just... went to a, I went to a weird place writing these. I kind of <laughs> forgot they were jokes. I thought I was just I, you know, oh. it got out of. Not out of hand. Just got weird. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. It's Marco's turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. You're you're one of our one of, one of the few method panelists that we've had. <laughs> Just immerse it, yourself. It is the post-apocalypse. Yeah. It's gonna suck. Like you're gonna be like, I gotta think about this. Oh, that'd be terrible. I don't want that. <laughs> Who, whose pile of baby skeletons? Is in the middle of the floor. I'm, see, it's not. That's off the top of my head, and that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> that is bad. Yes, because <laughs> somebody's collecting baby skeletons, and then they've got a pile, and then they. That leave probably it means up. they're throwing the other skeletons away. <laughs> I saw a dog once. <laughs> there it that is. would be a, that would be a post apocalyptic <laughs> story. Yeah. Yeah. Brought us back. That's great. All right, Marco. Uh, bring it back down after that dog spotting. <laughs> What's number three for you? Uh, drum lessons. Learn drumming techniques with Timothy Swanson, instructor at the crater that used to be Guitar Center. <laughs> Proficient in rock, jazz, big band, and world music. Accepting payment in Bitcoin or racket protection from Grathneck the Eliminator. <laughs> we'll also accept payment in drum set as mine got blowed up. But I figure if you're looking for lessons, you probably have one, and I can just show you on that one. <laughs> That's good thinking. Because <laughs> if somebody shows up looking for drum lessons thinking they're going to play your set, <laughs> what are we doing? We're going to be hitting rocks with sticks outside. <laughs> Pans and buckets. <laughs> Grognack likes that. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. All right, Ben, let's wrap up this super cheery, I'm sorry, that's my fault, uh, additional <laughs> bulletin board 
What's your third on the uh, break room bulletin board of a post-apocalyptic bunker? Room for one more in my spacious geodesic fromage enclosure. <laughs> Contact Ben Rice at 916. <laughs> oh. It protected you. Yeah. In the end times. That's what did it. The, the bombs went off, and, and only one man was in his cheese hut. <laughs> I thought the cutest thing was that Ben expects to survive the apocalypse. Oh, I'm never going to. I'm dead first. I'm just going to roll over. <laughs> I can't even apocalypse. I'm not doing it. I have no skill sets oh, that are translatable. <laughs> Just the immediate admitting of it, yeah. I, I can't do nothing. I'm, I'm, I might as well stop. You guys like puns? No, nope, of course not. All right. Do you guys like improv? You can kill me. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, Improvise some weapons, bitches. Boom. <laughs> Practice. Yeah. I was, I was just wondering how many months into the apocalypse um, has someone taken their screen printing skills. Uh, and started circulating I Can't Even Apocalypse shirts. <laughs> got it, got it. I, I just like that Ben knew it, right? Like his skill set. That's like where you went. Like other people, oh shit, what are we going to do? You're just like, no, I don't have the skills mm. for this. Mm. I'm done. I'm out. Hanging out. Can't do this. Like, I'm going to be the skeleton that warns other people about this water supply. Yeah, put a sign yeah. on my body. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the most useful I've ever been. Oh. The best I can do is like crawl into the already dead bodies and hope nobody notices that I'm there. That's like that's the only move I have. <laughs> All right. Well, we're keeping it light here, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's run headlong into segment three. Uh, it's closing arguments. Uh, I don't know if anybody's done this one. I like to try and give you guys different stuff. All right. Closing arguments. This case is quickly wrapping up. And it's going to take a Hail Mary of a final play for your client to have any chance of walking. But you've got just the closing argument to sway the jury to your thinking. In closing arguments, it's your job to try and convince a jury that your client isn't really as bad as they might initially seem. So, change some minds, counselor. Allie Rubin, uh, let's hear ooh, your argument in defense of non- bottomless mimosas thank you your honor <laughs> former enron ceo kenneth lay once said quote we use competitive markets to arrange for delivery of our food supply end quote lay was indicted in 2004 on 11 counts of securities fraud wire fraud and making false and misleading statements but what is money why do we participate in a society and scramble to appease our cold and uncaring leaders. If I threw a gun in a lake, could a shark use it to kill another shark? Where can I stream the 2011 Jake Gyllenhaal sci-fi thriller source code? And why does my neck hurt? Your honor, these are all things I think and say when I have had bottomless mimosas. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, mimosas are a lot like former Enron CEO Ken Lay. You need to put a hard limit on them, or they will ruin your life. <laughs> all right, all right. That is that is an argument. Uh, I don't know that uh, 
wondering if sharks would shoot one another if given the opportunity is ruining a life maybe we just have different uh definitions <laughs> i think the people who lost their pensions in the enron financial collapse would beg to disagree with you okay i didn't realize <laughs> a shark shot someone to take someone's pension I, <laughs> I don't understand any of this and that is the mark of a good lawyer <laughs> so much reasonable doubt i don't understand anything anymore Case dismissed. <laughs> oh, I thought I liked bottomless mumbo. All right. Uh, Mar <laughs> Marco, you are giving us your closing argument in defense of that person who always wears too much perfume or cologne. Thank you, Your Honor. Mm -hmm. Look in the mirror. What makes you distinct? Is it your nondescript hair? Your pedestrian <laughs> facial features? The facial hair you thought had just an inkling of personality, mm -hmm. just like everyone else, you know? Hmm. <laughs> and think about the hair, the eyes, the features you remember. They're always bad. Someone's nose, their uneven beard, their lopsided tits. These are the things that make you small. You smell like B.O. No one wants to be that person. But the person who wears too much perfume or cologne, they smell too good. That's the most positive, negative description of someone you could ever muster. <laughs> that guy is always a hustler. That gal is always the trashy one you want to take home. Yeah. <laughs> so look in the mirror. Those are your bushy eyebrows or jiggly arms. <laughs> this much perfume or cologne? That's just a little too much of what we all wish we could be. Mm. Wow. It's true. It's true. I hate so much in the mirror. You're right. <laughs> Um, but I don't hate that much that I smell. God damn it. You guys are good. Uh, <laughs> oh, Ben, let's see if you got the chops. Uh, let's hear your defense. This is a tough one. Admittedly, mm -hmm. this is a tough one. Let's yes. hear your defense of picking the wrong checkout lane, no matter which one you choose. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, but mostly ladies, am I right? Because <laughs> women be shopping. <laughs> and men are always out of line. <laughs> Something for everybody, right? Anyway, I want to thank you for spending the last 16 months listening to all of our arguments in this case. To be fair, we're in a pandemic, so did you really have anything better to be doing? Uh, but today is the day, final arguments, closing time. So please make your final selections and head to the register. But for truth, justice, and the American way, mm -hmm. in a legally binding way, with massive consequences if you make the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. And that's really what brings us here today, isn't it? Wrong choices, perceived wrong choices, a matter of opinion, really. <laughs> Are we really going to jail my client because of the actions of others? <laughs> the express lane was a good decision. 15 items or less. No checks. Is it my fault? Is it my client's fault that the three people in front of him each brought 18 or more items, tried to use expired coupons, 
still tried to use checks despite the written statement not to, uh, <laughs> kept pulling their mask down to argue in favor of said coupons and checks and couldn't remember what phone number got them their club member savings and then balked at the 10 cent bag fee. You can't account for that. And over on aisle, my client, my client oh, did his best, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. He looked towards self-checkout, mm -hmm. but two out of three were down. And the guy at the functioning one was trying to self-check three carts of organic produce while holding a toddler. Oh, what are you going to do? That's a nightmare. It is. You can't go there. And over on aisle three, look, I don't want to be ageist. But that 19-year-old stoner can barely register that he's at a register. <laughs> Making small talk with dads, flirting with their daughters, and forgetting to make sure everything actually rings up. It's a complete stalemate over there. The only thing my client could control was his actions, thoughts, and emotions. He used his time to zen out and become one with the universe mm -hmm. to explore his creative side and really come to grips with what really matters in this world. He used his time effectively. And sure, setting fire to the person in front of him wasn't the best idea, but if that's not justifiable homicide, <laughs> what is? There it is. Had me right up to the end. Yep. <laughs> I think I think Ben had the best argument because he got to set his arm down while he argued. Like yeah. it was like very like a power move. <laughs> ben watched Twelve Angry Men right before yeah. this, and it really showed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> I'm just a simple Southern lawyer. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> like I probably won't be able to maintain it the whole way through, so I'll just I will try. It's fine. Oh man, those were all such powerful arguments. <laughs> Why are any of us doing comedy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> segment four. Oh, it's an old favorite. It's right, an angry poem about it. Poetry. It's the most effective way to call someone or something a piece of shit, and have a room full of people nod thoughtfully about it for a few seconds. Get angry, but in a poetic fashion, and write us an angry poem about the following topics. Allie Rubin, let's hear your angry poem about blimps. Fuck you, Hindenburg. You literally <laughs> killed 35 people and marked the abrupt end of the airship era, according to Wikipedia. As far as I could tell, you were basically a traveling bomb. It's crazy that we put you in the sky. Tonight, we all shake our fists at you powerlessly. What the fuck is an airship? Amen. <laughs> a poem and a prayer. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm one of those poets who doesn't like to rhyme. <laughs> That's all right. That's a crutch. <laughs> oh. It's true. Thank you. And the death of the airship. It's sad. It was such a civilized way to fly. You know, <laughs> in a giant. Except for Shupaklik's Air Sick Zero. <laughs> oh, men's full of the call bags. Oh, that was a helium dirigible. 
No hydrogen there. Uh, <laughs> actually, it was, a, it was a hot air balloon. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just getting nostalgic <laughs> for my own greatness. Uh, Marco... <laughs> He brought it up, stupid. Uh, Marco, let's hear your angry poem about lamps. <laughs> lamps. Got it. <laughs> Curse this unevenness. Hobble, walk. Hobble, walk. A cane is just just a cane. A cane just causes your hands to limp along with your legs. <laughs> Curse this warped path. Good parking placard. Good parking placard. Shuffle, stumble, stagger, falter. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, so good. Good parking placard. <laughs> Is that a fair trade for my dignity? <laughs> oh, thank you, Marco. Ah, yes. Oh, well, what do you know? What do you know, Ben Rice? Um, you've been asked, funnily enough, uh, for an angry poem about shrimps. Lips, <laughs> lips, <laughs> <laughs> and shrimps. I know, get right? it. I, know. I get it now. They're all poems. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to do this poem. Pale orange. Pale white. Nothing rhymes with orange. Nothing about that shit-filled shell is right. I'm talking about shrimp. That crap-coated, crusty crustacean. I'm screaming about shrimp because it fucks with my gestation. Yeah, shrimp makes me sick. Yeah, shrimp makes me weak. Its waxy skin is gross and slick. And if I want to perform at my peak, the last thing I want to see is the cock. The cockroach of the sea. <laughs> oh, all righty. Ben Rice giving us the very important public service announcement that if you're pregnant, don't eat shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> It'll affect your gestation. Uh, that gets. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you've been so nice to me, Ben. What am I doing? Uh... You're good. I love you all the time. <laughs> that brings us already, I know, uh, to segment five is Department of Tourism. The world is opening up. <laughs> Some places are finding that's not really a great idea, <laughs> but there's no going back now. So. As the tourism director of the following places, now we hear a cat. Hey there, kitty. Oh, look at you. I can't see you, but I can hear you, and you're adorable. <clears throat> you sound needy. As the tourism director of the following places, it's your job to convince folk why your wear is a place they should risk it all and interact with the world at large again. So explain to us why we should want to come visit or live in your particular place of origin. Allie. Oh, there's oh. Oh. oh, oh my gosh! Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, let the cat do my thing instead of me. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, it's too cute. That's ridiculous. That's too much. Thank you, thank you, Ben. Uh, you're welcome. You're a true hero, uh, <laughs> Allie. I don't know how you're gonna follow that, but uh, <laughs> let's hear your tourism guide to 
State Fairsburg. Hey, hey, come on down to State Fairsburg. Full disclosure, it's just Pittsburgh, but we're rebranding. <laughs> Why doesn't anyone want to come to Pittsburgh anymore? We're fun now. We got cotton candy. We got funnel cake. We got over 300 steel-related businesses that continue to help shape the backbone of this country. We got a bald clown. He does this trick where he wears a poofy wig, but it falls off when he rides a tricycle. And we all laugh, but he cries a little. Uh, we got the sandwiches with the fries in them. We got the Andy Warhol Museum, too. The bald clown won't stop crying. Uh, we keep all the clowns locked in a shipping container overnight so they don't escape. One of the clowns says, what do the stars look like? And I remember. And all the kids laugh at the clowns. The funny clowns. States Ferrisburg is fun. It's Pittsburgh, but with uh, more clowns and funnel cake and stuff. So come on down. And uh, just to conclude, uh, some bees like to store nectar in an elastic pouch in their uh -huh. gut known as a honey stomach. <laughs> oh, thank you, Allie. How, how were you possibly able to make Pittsburgh sadder? Because uh, <laughs> I saw a dog the other day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's communal vomit, guys. All right. <laughs> We're just recapping everything. Allie, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I'm so happy to have you back. Uh, I'll be bugging you again soon. I'll be bugging all of you again soon. It's booking time. Um, <laughs> Allie, how can folk enjoy uh, what you're about uh, when you're not on this show? <laughs> uh, folk can enjoy what I'm about. Uh, I'm usually, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, my name is uh, A underscore Rubin, R-U-B-I-N, not like the sandwich. And if you have a dog and you want to walk it around near me, uh, please do so discreetly. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you would want overt dog walking. I don't make don't be weird about it yeah. but like I want to see the dog but like don't you be weird about it but yeah. I want to see your dog yeah I want to see the dog but not see the <laughs> to conclude here's my cat oh, oh Ooh, yeah cat. oh Aww. him off the scent <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this has been confirmed today cats love the stab show <laughs> they just hang out and listen they just I mean We've been missing our proper demo. Uh, <laughs> Marco, uh, let's hear your tourism guide for <laughs> Beep Boopville. Beep Boopville. <laughs> Beep Boopville. <laughs> hey, it's Beep Boopville, the Beep Boopest, bestest fucking place on the whole Beep Booping planet. <laughs> Yeah, we're in whatever state you scoffed at, where everyone was coughing on each other and shit, and you shook your Facebook head, and every, and we're like, look at these bums. Then your greater populated state surpassed our numbers anyway, and fuck you, come and visit. Look, you don't care, I don't care, all the people don't care, fuck it. What, are we going to jerk off again? You gonna you gonna shit and look at your phone? You can shit and look at your phone and beep boop bill or whatever. <laughs> Everything is candy colored, fun. Now I'm assuming Disney like in some sort. And you just get an overpriced T-shirt from like I'm I mean I'm talking like a thirty-five dollar threadbare T-shirt with beep boop uh, beep beep boop dude on it or whatever this place is. Hey, hey, it's like Dollywood, but there's no country star and the roller coasters aren't shit. 
So throw that mask in the trash and come on down to this cousin fucking dump hole, you judgy bitch. Fuck you. And welcome to your next family vacation. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, what, what, you gonna jerk off? <laughs> oh. Uh, that, that will be the, uh, not that, uh, the other line will be definitely the new tagline. Uh, for for stab, <laughs> you can shit and look at your phone anyway. <laughs> the stab podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you, Marco. So good that you chased half of the audience away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, fuck you. Hey, hey. Fuck you. What are you gonna do, eh? Well, you watch this show. Hey, fuck you. Why don't you watch this show? Come on. <laughs> I feel like that guy is the guy who becomes Grand Thrax. The, the destroyer <laughs> a, after the apocalypse. That's a great post-apocalypse voice. Hey, fuck you! Give me a gas. What's going on here? Fine. Hey, Pally, I know you got bullets. Come on! What are we fucking around here for? Oh, oh! What if that's how the apocalypse goes? We won't be able to stop laughing, and we'll be eaten. Okay. <laughs> oh marco thank you so much where can folk uh get a little bit of that marco kabote outside oh, of the show well, uh i'm assuming on twitter or something <laughs> i don't know i, don't I know. have one i don't yeah. use it uh i have a twitch thing i haven't used it very much but i'll start streaming video games pretty nice. soon do it because i did that recently sure but i'll be on stage hopefully Oh yeah, doing the squad patrol again in yeah. next month. Nice, nice. So that'll be nice. Cool. You guys already writing, or have you gotten? A, you got a show just sitting there in the, in the. Oh, you know hopper. how it is. You have all that time to work on something, and you didn't do Don't jack do shit. shit. So you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to work on that stuff. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just do the, do any of the Zoom shows live. Well, we go completely yep. different. Hey, really gonna, you gonna notice? Hey, hey, fuck you. <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> watch this the first time fuck you pal huh <laughs> oh and if you did watch it hey fuck you anyway twice fuck hey, you twice fuck you. what are you right, doing you nice to see ya <laughs> hey missed your face fuck your face all right <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you margo and ben ben rice uh before we head on out on your your raucous final piece uh, that is the sign of confidence. Uh, <laughs> where where can people get just a little sample of the Ben Rice Empire out there, Benjineering it up? Oh boy, you can follow me across social media at Barley and Me Pod. You can follow Please Dunk Responsibly on Instagram at Please Dunk Responsibly or on Twitter at Please Dunk Pod. That's P L Z Dunk Pod. Oh, wow. uh, check out it's crazy. You're in my business just by uh, searching it. Your Y O U apostrophe R E. <laughs> I know people need help with that. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I have a comedy Twitter. It's comedian Ben Rice. It's a wasteland. Um, it's fair. <laughs> yep, listen to the podcast. They're fun. Well, so happy to have you back, Ben. Let's close this one out. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, with your guide to good old Store Brand Canyon. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Grand Canyon. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Welcome to Store Brand Canyon. Where the only thing deeper than the canyon itself are the savings. Mm.
nestled deep in the heart of Kirkland County, store brand Canyon does often get confused for the Grand Canyon by the untrained passers-by. However, astute observers with a keen eye and keen sense of taste will tell you, if you look closely, you can see the word store in really tiny letters and that the G is actually a lowercase b. (laughs) So it may look like Grand Canyon, but it is store brand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't worry, it's made by the exact same forces of nature using pretty much the same methods. And daily entry is just $14 instead of the usual 20 mm-hmm. You'll barely miss the sheer awe and excitement of name brand Canyon, as we call it. <laughs> See if you can spot the difference in all these sights and sounds. Get primed to dig up some black gold or get back to Amazon Basics. The choice is yours. And it's also America's choice. Get a great value everywhere you turn in Store Brand Canyon because of Winn-Dixie. That's a little feel-good, small-budget film humor for you. But it's not good humor. Good humor is not allowed in Store Brand Canyon. (laughs) If you don't like what we have to offer here in Store Brand Canyon, you can take your button-down, small parts, right down Pike Street. And presto, you're striking your toes and feet on every stone and beam in a wild meadow. So don't be a traitor, Joe. Hop on a giant eagle and come on down to store Brand Canyon. We're a great value, three sixty-five every day. Do it. You earned it, girl. Fuck everything. <laughs> oh, Ben Rice, <laughs> you're a generic treasure. <laughs> and that was Stab. Thank you for joining us tonight, and of course. A special thank you to our fantastic panel, Ali Rubin, Marco Cabote, and Ben Rice. And, you know, if you enjoyed this episode of Stab, you're in luck, because there's 266 others just <laughs> waiting for your ear invites. Easily findable via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Podknife. And if you'd like to catch these episodes of Stab Live as they happen, just tune into Stab Comedy Theater TV Thursday nights at 8. Because that's when it happens. That's just about going to do it for us here at Stab. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and you've been attentive, respectful, exemplary listeners. I'm going to erase one X off the chalkboard next to each of your names. Good night. <laughs> I.